interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Back at it, the Words on Fire podcast. Your boy Cujo writing solo this week. Uh, in remembrance, well, not remembrance, I guess, I guess in celebration of uh, what brings everybody together, what brings uh, men to sh- do stupid things and women to flaunt even more, which is Halloween. <laughs> I thought, what better way to uh, kick off the holiday weekend with? Two of my favorite ladies that I haven't talked to in fucking forever. One goes by the name of Kimmy. The other one goes by the name of Didi. Ladies, how Hi. are y'all? Hello. Dude, so for those of you that have been with us since the beginning, Kimmy was... Oh. Shit, you were like on episode eight or something. I don't like, know. We have one of the very, time. very beginning. And now we're on 197, wow. I think it is. And uh, Didi, I think you were right before we hit the hundreds. I think so. Yeah, because then we, because both of you were at the hundred celebration yes. when we had the the beer that we launched yes. or whatnot. That was fun. Wow, that, that was a blackout night. That um, was fun. Yeah, yeah, my boy was. Jules blacked out, and uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just but, remember we we talked forever that day. Dude, I was it was a three hour podcast. Oh my wow. goodness. Yes, and I was I don't know what the fuck we talked about. Right. That was the scary part. Like I haven't gone back to listen to it because I don't like to listen to my own voice because it's <laughs> it's a little spooky to me. You know what I mean? Spooky, I don't like the way I sound in my head. But um, nonetheless, how the hell have you ladies been? Wonderful. Yeah. 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 Y'all look beautiful than ever, Thank man. You. Thank you. I was you. like, y'all keep on getting younger and I keep on getting older. So <laughs> what, what's this witchcraft right. you ladies are doing? It yeah. must be the season of the witch, right? <laughs> so what? Is, so Halloween. Yes. What exactly is fucking Why do we celebrate Halloween? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know, Didi? Yes. So Tell the history. There is, history channel. Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot of different uh, origins, mm-hmm. both pagan and christian that celebrate this week as uh, a thinning of the veil where the world of the beyond of those have passed on have mm-hmm. come to visit those of us as, as some of you may know i am intuitive i can be a medium as well um we t- i have my dreams are ridiculous Jeez. these kinds of <laughs> these days um yeah we actually kicked off the, um, I, I, I wouldn't call it a holy week, but some of these festivities start um, <clears throat> day before yesterday on the 26th is mm-hmm. when the our pets and our animals cross over. And Halloween is actually All Hallows Eve. So the first is the day, November 1st mm-hmm. is the day that we celebrate our past ones coming back onto this plane to visit. That's, and that's the Day of the Dead, right? Dia de los Muertos, okay. exactly. So the first is All Saints Day, and that is when the infants and canonized saints come back. Mm. So it starts, there's like a whole week actually of festivities, mm. and it's just a very thin veil, or it, it's a time even just of remembrance okay. to remember mm-hmm. our loved ones, and so a lot of the times that's where it is safe to celebrate because it just gives us a designated time mm-hmm. to remember those who who have passed on. Right. 
a lot of people set up altars to welcome them. And in Halloween, especially in the Western world, we dress up to scare off the evil or the more malignant okay. um, spirits. And that's why we would dress up for Halloween. To scare them off. Exactly. And that's the jack-o'-lanterns and all of that. Okay. And in the words of Mean Girls, Halloween <laughs> is the only night of the year where <laughs> women can dress like sluts and not get judged for it, right? Dude, exactly. what, what? So that's like the best time ever. It is. Why? Why is that? <laughs> like why is that a thing like why just dress however it don't it doesn't matter i mean because you're still gonna get you're still gonna get judged you know i mean you could dress as whorish as somebody wants to and be like oh i'm i'm whatever i'm barbie or whatever but it's like they're still gonna be like do you see that whore it was barbie right. like it's yeah. not gonna change like what does it matter but there's something so liberating and in, in you know even if, if it's one night a year to just yeah. be something that is outside of your comfort zone or Absolutely. to be something that i mean it's fun you know right. period you know like why make it something so dramatic when yeah. it's just fun yeah. yeah i think it's it you're right like socially it's something where everyone just kind of put down their judgment a little bit especially mm -hmm. for us younger you know the younger crowd we like to dress i love to dress up ever since i was mm -hmm. a kid and right. being a theater nerd mm -hmm. i would come up with some outrageous costumes that weren't scary or anything it was just mm -hmm. a costume right and i think now especially in the western world we do have the influence like um the um cosplay took off really mm -hmm. and, and cosplay used to start with halloween and dressing up and now there's a lot of subgenres that mm -hmm. dress up all the time it started with the goths i oh, yeah. think okay and it starts with like all these subjects the punks would dress up all the mm -hmm. time it's just like mm -hmm. things that you would create your own outfit so i think halloween just kind of appeases all that crowd <laughs> yeah where you can be creative and people aren't being as judgy right i think so for halloween what are y'all dressing up as for halloween or what have you dressed up <laughs> as for these parties that everybody's having Oh my gosh so this year i wasn't even going to but my boyfriend wanted to so he wanted to be a knight so i was like his dirty wench right okay so that was fun <laughs> but normally like my past costumes i feel have been pretty i i did a drew from clockwork orange once i did oh shit salma hayek San oh my God. I could see remember that. that one yeah that was a good one I and then Didi did, did a prince which was pretty badass I remember that? yes <laughs> remember we were jade versus chen yes there's video we did mortal Kombat. yes i remember those. i mean we go we go all out you yeah. know what i mean so i was hulk hogan yeah as well. hulk hogan. oh shit yes. i could see that did you do the voice and everything? i i did and i i was i was working at the club that night yeah. and i got yeah. the dj to play the bell and yes. announce oh. me and i am a real american came on oh <laughs> and i could have died that day i, I almost cried walking right. onto the stage it was it was all her five-year-old young girl <laughs> dreams came true <laughs> it was so surreal it was like oh, did it play all the way through I, it did did, did you I dance did the whole the, way through yes, oh it, did. it was just it was you had to do the leg drop did you do the leg drop I to finish it off not in the eight inch platform oh, everything is possible uh, but i did get a guy slap a 20 on the stage and say <laughs> how about a dance brother oh. <laughs> to which i replied only if you say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Oh, shit. You're the full hulk I, You don't eat what you're going to do. Right? Sometimes. <laughs> Stay in that character, right? Oh, it was beautiful. It was, it was awesome. So, awesome time. Since you're a historian on, on all things Halloween, that oh. I, as soon as I know we, we had Halloween, and I know the conversations that we've had before, I was like, dude, I got to get these girls on. Um, with the Day of the Dead, right? The altars that people, the altars mm -hmm. that people make. Um. I was seeing if you could give me some clarification because I know we're supposed to put pictures of just the people that have passed, right? Yeah. If we put a picture of, say, 
somebody like say my uncle passed and i have a picture of myself and my uncle is that a bad thing to have us no. both on there no no because i've heard the altars um oh i'm sorry go ahead no no because because i've heard that if you put somebody who's living you're actually accelerating their time to go back and meet hmm. who's ever on that picture interesting yeah that's what i can I see I where that heard. would be a superstition on some altars it really depends on your intention and when you're dealing with anything pagan especially t- intention and anyone who is super religious and knows how to do prayer, your intention is everything. You can't just mm-hmm. blurt out the prayer mm-hmm. and it's going to come true. Right. When you manifest or when you want something, it's, it's with intention. So mm-hmm. what I understand an altar to be, especially for those who are not into creating altars, is just a place, a safe place for you to represent the relationship between you and your other mm-hmm. and a place to welcome them. So things that they would like, uh, if they drank coffee, you'd prepare it for them, okay. different sweets. Uh, I got one for my dog, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, may he rest in peace, the love of my life. And I put his favorite treats out. I have his ashes there. I have his ball, his things. And I, and I do have pictures of us just to make it more welcoming that he knows that he's in the right house. Cause it's right. the, the tradition is to lead them. There used to be flowers and candles from their grave site leading all the way home. to the home. And okay. this was in smaller pueblos. I can't do that now. Like, <laughs> uh, imagine Evergreen Cemetery all the way to the northeast. That's a long That's a long journey. But just, just a place of, of welcoming. So if that picture is something that beloved is beloved for you and your other, then that is definitely something that should go on mm-hmm. your altar. Um, there are superstitions that, you know, you can't put anything else. And the, you shouldn't put any, that altar has to be completely... Um, what is it kosher or immaculate it has right. to be like consecrate depends on uh, how intense you're celebrating yeah but i think with your intention is just to bring in that love and that's all that's okay. gonna be yeah because i know um my uh significant other was thinking about doing one and she was asking about a picture of can't remember if it was my grandpa or uh one of my family members that passed and i was thinking i don't have one of just as my grandma I don't have one of just my grandma. Like recently, it was always you know my grandma and myself, my grandma and my right. my mom or my grandma and my and my daughter. And I was like, dude, I don't. Then I heard that superstition. I was like, well, I don't want to put any of these guys. I don't want to hurry any of these guys <laughs> right. in. Right. So like, I'd rather just. Well, you can not. Photoshop something. You can right. You can take her face out okay. and then put you know. Then you do the clouds or whatever. You can Photoshop that yeah, out, yeah. or you can omit the photo altogether and just have aspects of her. So if you have something that belonged to her, something that was handed down to mm-hmm. you that was of hers or from her home that should suffice as well the sempacholi flowers or the marigolds are okay are a must uh candles if uh you want to light candles in a safe way you can mm-hmm. incense uh but it's really just little offerings and just however you would greet them if they came to your home now okay mm-hmm. crazy so so i know you're so you're a medium right not an empath i'm an empath yeah an empath also yeah. mm-hmm. okay because i so last week two weeks ago yeah, two weeks ago, um, my co-host and I, Jules, we want to go do a uh, ghost tour with the El Paso Ghost Tour. Oh, uh, those are ghost so fun. Tours. Yeah. Those are so fun. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Leon and Art, uh, shout out to them, who are, mm-hmm. are doing this all year. We went to, um, you know, we started off uh, in front of Mills, and then, you know, they take us throughout El Paso downtown, give us a whole, uh, you know, history, recant about everything that's happened downtown, everything that, Did you, you do know, the brothel going one? on. Uh, no, oh, I've done that one before. That's fine. I've done that one before, mm-hmm. and um, that, that's another company. That's uh, 
915 Ghost Tours. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, that's, I did that one at first, okay. and I didn't see anything there. And I was kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 I kind of uh, alluded to it on the last podcast. You know, you, you're in there, you're doing, you know, you're, you're like, hey, we're going to summon the spirit or whatever. So, you know, you ask questions. And everybody's like, oh, you know, we have a where you could download an app and you could find. Yeah, like, oh. oh, like the voice box or the. Oh, no, no, it's just an okay. app to show if it's like a, if it pings yellow. Like the there's a levels. yeah. Oh, okay. I I was, I have seen yeah, so I was like, dude, I don't know how accurate because any yeah. app can mm-hmm. fool you to do whatever, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? If I create, if I'm the master of the app, I can yeah. put everybody that's here. All right, y'all gotta go into my login <laughs> and text farts. Yeah, so I was like, come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like whatever. So when I was there, you know, I was being the asshole. I yelled out, is this shit real? Is this motherfucker <laughs> trying to rob us? You know, because it's a good idea or whatever. And then you heard, get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard nothing. I was Give like, me your right. wallet. <laughs> all right. So I was whatever. So when we went with, with uh, Art and Leon, they took us all around. Um, it was our second time because we hadn't met him like a few days before. And, and he gives an, uh, an individual for Jules and myself. Oh, nice. And we did a whole thing. Then we ended up at the Gateway Hotel. Nice. In the basement. Oh shit! A fucking something pushed me. Get the fuck straight out. out. So mm-hmm. we were. So the way we were set up, um, the basement's huge, right? So towards like say right where right where Kimmy would be, right. That's where I was in the back corner. That's where the stairs would be to go up. So mm-hmm. I was right there, and Jules was right here, right about where your hat was at. Mm-hmm. And and the the guy who was running it, we we're doing the voice box and um, the spirit box is what it's called. Spirit box, yeah. And it's crazy because you hear you hear voices. You hear, uh, we heard like eight different voices. They're saying there's like twelve different spirits or entities oh, wow. that they've come across. Um, so yeah, you hear it from anything from a little girl, some cholo is what because uh, what uh, this dude was offering. Um, what was it a Jack Daniels? And he got mad. He said that's not what he wanted. He was like, yeah, I know you wanted Schlitz, but I can't fucking find Schlitz. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like I can't find fucking Schlitz here in El Paso. So. Towards the end, um, Leon was like, hey, if you're here, we got two guys at the back pointing at us. He's all, p- you know, poke him in the butt. And I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and he said that. And I look at I look at Jules. And we start looking at Leon. Something pushes me right here on my back. Swear to God. And at the same time, Jules said that he felt two fingers poking him in the middle of his back. And like he and I both reacted to the same time. I yeah, thought it was yeah. him. He thought it was me. Yeah. And, and, and Jules' his significant other was there with us. Turn around, look at both of them, like, what are you guys, are you guys fucking around? I was like, dude, like, who the fuck hit me? Like, yeah. Yeah, there's nobody behind us. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is fucking crazy, That's right? Cool. That's like the most, yeah. like, I, and, I, and I've always been a believer. I just haven't seen anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You haven't felt mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, but now that I fucking got hit, mm-hmm. I was like, right. yeah. you motherfucker better not come home with me. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Have you ever had any encounters, Kimmy? Well, you know, I feel like... Uh, I believe in science, right? So okay. I'm, a, I'm a pretty logical person, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? But I'm also not uh, oblivious to things that are obviously outside of the realm of logic and understanding, right? right? Um, but I also contribute culture to it. You know, we all we all grew up, Brasa, you know, we all have the haunted grandmother's house, right? Yep, the Jesus picture. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> the Jesus picture we, that we all have those, We all have those stories that are ironically the same about yeah. our haunted neighborhoods and stuff. So I kind of genuinely like to kind of investigate a little bit more before I start to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I remember an incident when I was about five years old. Um, and I was, my grandparents used to like to set up this, I don't know if your, your grandparents ever did this, but they would like throw out the concha where, or what is it called? The mattress or whatever, mm-hmm. anywhere, conchon or yeah. whatever. Right. And then the kids would lay there and they'd, yeah. you know, nap or whatever and all that stuff. So they did that. 
And I remember I was really cheap, right? So I would sleep in between them and I was five years old and my mom had gone out. Mm. And I remember I had heard the front door open and I had seen who I thought was my mother come in and mm. she kind of just walked straight across the living room. And I remember very vividly, like it was yesterday, um, I, this is kind of cliche, but she was all in black. Right. And she walks in and it went from carpet to tile back to carpet. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking note of that for some weird reason, which you know later on in the story, it'll make sense. But she just kind of walked in and then walked to her bedroom. And it must have been like no more than 30 seconds later, the mm -hmm. front door reopens and it's my mother in a really white, this was like the 80s, so in a right. very 80s party dress, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she actually took the time to stop and peek in and, and you know, see how I was doing, you know, mm -hmm. if I was asleep. And I remember looking up and seeing her feathered hair and her 80s dress and then she walked <laughs> from the carpet and I heard her heels on the mm, floor. Clicking. And then I heard her go into her room. Didn't think about it, didn't question it. I'm a five-year-old kid. Right. I don't know the fucking difference, right? <laughs> so flash forward is 16 years old and my grandparents are telling these stories like they always did, right? And mm. la mujer en el, en el vestido negro, right? The yeah. lady in black. And I remember just sitting there, you know, chilling with my family and hearing my grandma describe her. And I was like, it took almost 11 years for me to realize <laughs> that I saw the mujer en negro, right? right? And I thought it was my mom the whole time. And I just remember being freaked out. And I was like, okay, that's not cool. <laughs> Did you sleep there still? Like, no, I didn't actually. You know, luckily I was gone by then. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, there's some creepy shit that happened in, yeah. my, in my grandparents' house. That's got to be, that, that's here in local in El Paso? Yeah, oh, Central. That's Central, yeah, Central. Yeah, 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 Central. Oh, yeah, Central. Oh, that's all the crazy shit happens in Central. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Well, that's the oldest part of El Paso, yeah. I mean, it's the most historical part, so there's yeah. bound to be some shit that goes mm -hmm. down. What's the scariest encounter that you've had since you're an empath? Uh, there's a few. Um, so I was uh, doing some ghost hunting, mm -hmm. um, and it just got to be a little labor intensive with all the um, data and video that we would take because okay. it was a small group. And on top of the empathic, like, it was just so heavy to do mm -hmm. on part-time, so I don't do it as much. But I did realize that I am like a human EMF detector. Okay. So are you familiar with EMF, electromagnetic yes. fields? And they're, they can be dangerous to people. I get really sick and nauseous around them. Mm -hmm. um, with the group that I was with, we were reading the Clear Channel Station uh, building. Okay. And uh, we went. It's like a figure eight, if you will. Mm -hmm. The hallways are in a figure eight. And I did some EMF in the bathroom where they had claimed to have a lot of activity. And I spoke with something there, uh, a male. It was confirmed. Some of their stories were confirmed. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of what's going on with Clear Channel is that they have those antennas and they have a lot of uh, radio equipment that makes right. it feel more creepy than it is. Mm -hmm. um, and where they have a lot more activity, there's a radio, like an old timey radio that one of the office personnel really like. Mm -hmm. And it, you can tell it's one of those, um, I guess they, they saw it on Instagram or something. It's like an old-timey looking radio, okay. and it's plugged into the wall, and it sounds kind of squawky. But they play the, the clear channel radio stations on it, and they leave it on 24-7. Mm -hmm. And there was so much activity around this area, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Also, where there's more running water, there's more activity. Mm. Okay. So that's like energy pulling. That yeah. wasn't really scary, but I did do a cleansing on this two-level building. <clears throat> and um, I had been given the okay by the owner of the building, which is when I, when I do a cleansing of a building, I, I need to get the okay from the person who owns it. Right. Um, and then I asked them about 
what they want me to do with the end of the year or what 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 they would like. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just said that the employees at this business couldn't really focus on their work because they always felt that something was watching them. Um, and I said, okay, you know, they would hear some people walk by. Right. It was just creeping everybody out and they were more curious than, than afraid. Right. So um, I had gone during the day to get this okay and then I went back that evening and I remember the owner of the building having a few last minute chit chats, you know, with his uh, employees, you mm-hmm. know, talking business. They're kind of off to the side of me and I was given this little table on the bottom level to set up my incense and set up my cards and uh, just trying to arrive, right? Because okay. I do have to like put up a big mask when I go out a lot. So I... I I get there and I'm wearing this like long summer dress and it's, and it's white. <clears throat> and I had my head just before I put my head wrap on, um, I could see things on my table that I was setting up like shifting. Mm-hmm. And I just thought maybe it was the AC hitting them. But then my, um, I forgot what it was. It was either my incense stick or something that fell over. Okay. And it, some things fell on the floor and I went to bend over to pick them up and in my rib cage, the back here, I felt like a burning mm. sensation. I was scratching at it, and uh, I even kind of scratched the other side, thinking, "Where's the tag?" Because I'm really sensitive to tags, <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe that that was it or whatever. Right. But it's this beautiful cotton gown. There was nothing there, mm-hmm. and uh, I started to get woozy, and the burning kind of wouldn't go away. So uh, I was trying to talk to the owner because I needed him to come with me as I was doing the, the read through of the house of the uh, building. And mm-hmm. I decided to let him finish his conversations. And I went to the bathroom and I had to lift up my skirt as long floor length maxi <laughs> gown. And I had three scratches on my back. Oh Ooh. shit. And I thought, Oh fuck. I hope that's not what I think it is. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, that's not it. And so I was trying to go back to my little station there and light my incense and it wouldn't light. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say things like, look, I've, I've been given the okay to cleanse and I just need to know who you are. And I, I'm not, uh, they didn't want me in there. That's, right. that's they, they were afraid. Right. And um, I finally get the owner's uh, attention. I said, hey, um, I'm going I'm to show you something and I just need to know if, if it's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And so I had to kind of like bare my ass to this guy and like lift my, and he's like, oh shit, who scratched you? And I said, right. okay, all right. Cause it was kind of in a place where I couldn't really see it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and how many can you see? He's like, there's three lines. Right. And I said, okay. I said, whatever's here doesn't really want me to, what do you want me to do with this thing? He's like, I just don't want it, you know, bothering people. Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, I do a sweep of the building and it really liked the upstairs but it really liked that these people who rented space at the building were creative types okay that there was a lot of activity the building mm. before used to be like a they used to receive all the video feed from surveillance like a surveillance company mm-hmm. and this person actually died in the building oh. uh, alone um okay. after a lot of family trouble Mm-hmm. Um, in depression, they just stayed watching videos and they took more time at the, at their work, at the work yeah. and, uh, they were very lonely mm-hmm. and, and that's what they were telling me that 
he just didn't want to be lonely anymore. And I said, cool, dude, but that means you can't be breathing down people's <laughs> necks and like help people out. You yeah. don't, you know, don't make us feel uncomfortable here, you know. Right. So that kind of, I told the, the, the crew was just a bunch of creative artists. And I said, look, dude, you know, if you feel something, just talk to him like normal, you know, Hey man, you're creeping me out or Hey, good night, good night, Bob or whatever, you know, build your own relationship with him. Yeah, exactly. And so that the, the crew took very nicely to that and Mm -hmm. they, they all relaxed, but it was really, really afraid. And I could tell that this person, um, did have like probably alcoholism or other types of depression and self damaging, uh, vices and so I, I I think that's where the anger came from like mm-hmm. he he had like what I could see was that he had like been kicked out of the home mm-hmm. or rejected from coming back home so he didn't he didn't want to get kicked out of there right you want to so, keep getting yeah. the rejection mm-hmm. yeah and I, I really it felt so bad for him so I didn't ask him to leave or anything but is this the uh, the clear channel is it the current location they're at or is it the one they were at before the one that used to be on piedras no mesa the mesa location okay yeah because yeah. i was at the one at piedras <laughs> now i don't remember yeah i don't remember ever seeing anything there i yeah, remember yeah. being drunk there a lot <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember seeing or hearing anything um yeah but i know yeah when they left to send or to mesa i got mm-hmm. fired or whatever <laughs> they, they let yeah. me go <laughs> let me go like a ghost like, yeah. <laughs> all right but he got to go um so when you're cleansing right like where so i know you asked like what what do you want me to do with this what are the options to do with the entity like what 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 can you do um well, first we do an assessment of what is going on because mm-hmm. sometimes we like to debunk and if there's if we don't have to do anything, we, we won't. That's just kind of a waste of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people, if they find out that it's a distant relative, um, they don't want them gone. Right. Um, but other times they do want them gone. I have outsourced some of the larger uh projects to a psychic medium that I know um Mm -hmm. she's just stronger than I am I think at it and I think if I put more effort in I could develop this skill but it's something that uh I'm more of a novice at like the bigger harder Mm -hmm. uh, more demonic entities um and um I'll assist by just holding the incense or holding the, you know, just assist right. and, and help with the intention, help with the energy and support whatever they're feeding out. But it, it, you send them away. You, you can't destroy them and they right. are, they are still energy. It is science. You, okay. you can't control, you can't create or destroy energy. Mm-hmm. So you have to displace it. You have to banish it from that area and okay. you have to let them know to go to a light um, you kind of have to Ghostbusters them, like just mm-hmm. out, like out, of the, out of the area. And um, the the people, the inhabitants' intention has to um, change as well. And that's what I like to work with. I like to work with people kind of getting their energy straight mm-hmm. and not bringing this stuff back into their home or not welcoming these kind of um, energies back into their home that can harbor. Right. I mean, yeah. have you ever walked into a room and you can cut the tension with a knife or you've been around somebody and you feel like you just ran a marathon. Oh, my baby, my ex baby mama. Right? Every time yeah, I saw her, I was like, go. this fucking right? bitch. She's definitely evil. Yeah. There. I need so to cleanse that, the fuck out of her. Obviously, energy is real. You know, whether right. we're talking about spirits, not spirits, I mean, energy is very real. Right. So can you imagine being in a home with someone who's 
going through depression or through anger or through trauma and there's violence in the home as well and mm-hmm. then something tragic happens of course it's going to be stuck there yeah you're like come on yeah you know? yeah yeah it can resonate and when i do cleansings i like to mm-hmm. focus on that pile of laundry that's been collecting for months. Mm. I like to focus on those like darker corners where the energy just like dust bunnies will pull. Right. Um, we walk in and we shake all that off and then, you know, it's, it's good to practice, you know, not just wiping your feet at the door, but letting go of a lot of energy that might uh, attach to us. Is there anything we can do or, or better yet? Is there anything we can say? Do you think that we can release some of that shit before you bring it home because mm-hmm. like you know everybody goes through shit right yeah. especially when you're not your own boss and you're working at somewhere it's you know f this guy and this is the guy that i had this right. other person like what can you do to leave that shit outside of the house uh, is there any kind of like sayings or anything that um, we can do just I like to cleanse ourselves i like to picture like when i stop my feet and wipe my feet at the door that i'm like literally just shaking off this energy just shake it off leave it at the door mm-hmm um, I don't really say anything, but uh, you can create anything that you want that's going to help you envision that, that just shaking that off. Because you can, you can say it, but if you're not really intending it, you're just right. saying it. Just like you said, fuck that guy. Right, right, right. Just you don't mean it. that yeah. you know, you're just saying it. Right. Um, so I, I would really just do that extra step and just really picture in your head. Shaking you have to practice gratitude. Yeah, you know, you, you, you wake up every morning, you have all your mental capacities. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have a job you have your family you know just right. gratitude practicing gratitude i mean that i think that that's a huge difference on bringing something home or not mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so what if your family is a problem <laughs> sometimes i get what here if they're already like, in the house well i can't get them right. out <laughs> <laughs> i can't get these guys out i tried well i always say it sometimes you know th- this this was told to me uh, many moons ago and I and I held on to this and I, I actually tell a lot of people this but you know sometimes you're not depressed sometimes you're not anxious sometimes mm. you're not mentally ill sometimes you just live with an asshole <laughs> oh, shit. sometimes that's what it is yeah, maybe Look I'm, at your maybe, environment <laughs> maybe it's me shit that's not good <laughs> now you got me doubting myself now fuck I don't think I have to take a minute you got some of that sage or something self-awareness <laughs> self-awareness you gotta cleanse myself yes. so is that what, what what's you, is that what the sage is for to help cleanse I guess the negative energy yeah. is that mainly what it is or sage is it? has been used um, for ages as a cleansing uh, agent for the air and the ambience around us mm. studies have shown that sage smoke sage and other smokes uh from herbs will attach themselves ionically to the uh, microbes in the air and weigh them down enough so that we don't breathe them so technically it does work you do want to have an open window something to take all that stuff out Mm -hmm. you want to have a draft something you don't want to just piss it off and leave it in the same room you want to like like air it out right so go down yeah so let me ask you this when you came in today did you because i know like you said you feel people's energy or whatnot did you feel anything demonic anything crazy up in here in this area or we no just your little gremlin outside (laughs) he's adorable (laughs) that's my my johnny cash yeah he's adorable he's adorable i believe in the feng shui and you know walking in everything was so clean and spacious Mm -hmm. and for me that that clears up any type of any anxiousness or, or any type of negativity that I've ever felt whenever okay. I walk into a nice, clean, clear space. Um, so I always tell people, you know, if your room is cluttered, your mind is cluttered. Mm. So that's what I felt right away was just the openness of everything I like. It's really inviting. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Well, that's, that's something. Uh, 
And the mirrors, the mirrors really do help too because yeah. the mirrors push the energy around. Yeah. Um, really? Because it's your reflection, it gets pushed around. So the fact that you can stand so many mirrors, it means uh-huh. that the. And we're conceited, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. There's just good vibes every time I look into a mirror. <laughs> yeah, you guys are good looking into the mirrors. Me, not so much. <laughs> not so much a fan. I just see they're right there everywhere. He's like creeping around the yeah. corners. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, walk quickly, walk quickly, walk quickly. <laughs> Yeah, because I know um, when we were finishing up at the uh, at the Gateway Hotel again, the El Paso mm-hmm. Ghost Hunters. It's super cool cats. Um, but we're finishing up. Uh, I guess they call whenever uh, um, they have what two empaths, and well, when they're down there, you know, they're getting headaches while they're around. I guess oh, the energy and whatnot, exhausting. and they're called. It's called mm-hmm. I guess being zapped is what they were saying it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, you know, yeah. what? we so they left the room. Um, There's actually an an older lady that was there. She said she was very, um, I, I guess she's open to the to the entities or whatnot. So she was feeling sick as well. So they had she yes mm-hmm. when they escorted her out of the out of the uh, out of the basement. So when they're finished and we're wrapping up and we're talking, um, they're asking I guess the because it was a group of six people that work with Leon. Four of them were like, hey, you know what? I I've been zapped too much. I I need a cleansing. So. Art was out there with the sage, saging them, and I guess he says a little, yeah, uh, a little ritual. I'm not sure what he said. I didn't want to. I, I don't know if it was good of I were to walk in and be like, "Hey, what?" Is, you know what I mean? I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> I was in, Yeah. At the same time, I'm inside this hotel, and it's, and, and and again, so when we were there, we're wrapping up. So at the end, you know, you know, we sit. We hey, you know, how you know this is cool. You know, for the show, we want to talk about this and that. And as we're talking like this, behind us, there's the um, the counter, I guess, a check-in counter. Nobody's back there. There's nobody in here. Like, everybody's, I guess, out. We, I, Jules and I heard a fucking water bottle fall, right? <laughs> nice. And I look at Jules and he looks at me. He's like, did you? I was like, yeah. But Leon and one of the people in his crew, they just keep on talking. I was like, wait, wait. We're not going to mentioned that a fucking water bottle fell yeah. out of nowhere yeah. and they're like what are you talking about i was like oh hell no 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 i was like you're gonna bring that sage you're gonna get all of us because this shit ain't right you gotta acknowledge that some shit happened right yeah like something's gotta you gotta acknowledge some shit and these guys are telling us so this the hotel is actually still functional oh. it's a um mm-hmm. uh i guess from what they were telling us it, 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 it's a hotel that's rented nightly or hourly sweet so it's one of the yeah, <laughs> nice. it, it's one of those bang bang rooms. Nice, and um, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. We saw some people coming out. I was like, yo, oh. I know what you're doing, <laughs> you know, dirty, dirty birdie. Nice. But yeah, it, it's interesting. But again, like I said, one of the things you were saying is that downtown, there's not a single building downtown that isn't haunted in some way. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And yeah. it's pretty fucking crazy. Have you heard of the underground park? I've heard of the tunnels. Is that what yes. you're talking about? No, no. Yeah. There, so there's the tunnels. And then there's an actual park that used to be there um, before it's uh, about a block south of where San Jacinto's at. So back in the days, the way the roads were at, at that area, they were they came down. So every time it rained, that shit would get flooded, get it to oh, stay okay. there. So there was actually a park that was there. And I um, can't remember what year he said it was. One of the years he said that, that they just had enough of it. So they started building upwards mm-hmm. so that way you could level it out. Mm-hmm. But they never destroyed the park. They kept it there. So when you go down, um, it's called, uh, the, the building was called the White Square, I believe it was. Oh, nice. 
down if you go into the tunnels there or if you go down into the basement which lends up to you know the different tunnels that they connected mm-hmm. within the certain buildings down there because mm-hmm. you know they were connecting businesses so it's easier to move stock you yeah. know one way or the other well there's actual you could see the actual walkways of the way with the the park used to be there's remnants of it oh, but wow. uh, yeah they're saying that it's pretty scary and nobody wants to let them go down there to go check it out and yeah, i was like it's dangerous too well yeah because sure. you don't ever know i mean you know the tunnels being there you never know know who's using them or you know they're exactly. not that far off from waters exactly so you don't want to run into some shit and be like yeah. yo uh yeah Honestly, I think I would rather see an apparition than somebody <laughs> coming at me with a machete. No thanks. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah one then interrupt one, somebody's den. Yeah, yeah, one's good. One's worse than the other, yeah. for sure. But so, uh, when you hear these things that we're, you know, that uh, that Didi's talking about, mm-hmm. you know, um, as you said right now earlier, you're you're more on the scientific. Yes. Um, do you? ever question be like you know how much bullshit is some of this stuff that people say or is it more just like you have to see to believe no i i don't question it because i i need i guess further affirmation of things yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that i debunk it completely that's not that's not the case at all okay um i'm a firm believer in the universe energies things right. like that um I, I, I just human nature itself you know what I mean I mm-hmm. mean somebody that is a very dark bad person you can feel it mm-hmm. I feel it so you know I'm not going to sit here and say that I can read your cards like she does and I can right. tell you you know what I can see because that I, I don't not, I do not have that mm-hmm. but I have the kind of the opposite of what she has where I you know obviously you know I'm in mental health so right. I see it in a different way mm-hmm. and a lot of times what I encounter in mental health is that a lot of the symptoms of like psychosis and a lot of trauma, things like that really reflect a lot of what she talks Mm -hmm. about. It goes hand in hand. So because I've seen that, um, I very, very much believe in what she does and very, Mm -hmm. very much believe in what she says. Um, because like I said, I think I have to be universally open to a lot of different things in order to get better at what I do in order to understand people and in in order to understand anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you never know, you know, who am I to say aliens don't exist? Who am I to say you're right. You know, my boyfriend believes in Sasquatch. I'm like, you're nuts, but Hey, I don't know. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so who knows? You know what I mean? So I feel the more open-minded that you are, you know, with that added, you know, want intent to to want to learn more about it right um i think that's kind of the overall way that i approach these things versus okay. saying no that's bullshit that's not true right and, I don't like that. and the reason i asked not you know not that i'm picking it's no, just no, that no. you know it, it's generally and like i said jules is one of the one of them he's like i'm not gonna believe it until i see it right, mm-hmm, right. and anything that t- anybody that tells me anything differently is fucking nuts and i think that's what a lot of people nowadays is their mentality is that unless they see it on youtube or they see it on tiktok or right. fucking instagram it doesn't fucking exist but yeah we're gonna believe everything the news stations tell right. us exactly <laughs> right. exactly right. so you say your boyfriend believes in sasquatch yes he does <laughs> the blurry sasquatch or the actual i'm not sure i don't really like try to dive into those conversations <laughs> with him because once he, he brings it up, up i'm like hey let's go eat <laughs> <laughs> So next time, tell him what if Sasquatch yeah. actually looks like that all blurry and shit. I know, right? And That's he stands. Funny. He has such great posture. I'm yeah. like, people don't even stand <laughs> up like that. Well, he's like I a guess. nine foot I know. tall. Fucking what is he? Uh, not a, I guess he's like gorilla like. He's just a hairy man. I don't know. I don't know. Just a bushman. Yeah. <laughs> one of the bushmen. <laughs> right? He'll be one of those Anunnakis. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, old tribe. Yeah, I don't know. That's some crazy shit. What if gnomes weren't really that small? They were just really giant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So you said. So do you believe in aliens? Then, since you mentioned it, I do. I I believe that there's a lot of stuff out there that we obviously don't know, Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's amazing and I think it's awesome. Uh, Of course, it's scary, Mm. but I mean, how could you not want there to be something else? Yes, please. Exactly. Like, is (laughs) this it? Is this it? Really? (laughs) Really? Humanity was the one that made it through. (laughs) Americans are the top of the food (laughs) chain in the whole like galaxy. So (laughs) exactly. You would you be scared of seeing an actual alien? Uh, yeah, because they Why? probe you in places. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, no, they only probe like Look, hillbillies. I'm, I'm you're not good. down. I'm you're not down to get probed. So no, you're you're not hillbillyish though. You're straight though. Right. You're good. <laughs> I'd I'd be like that that one hippie character in uh, was it Independence Day? Oh, you know Quaid? which one? Randy she's Quaid? like holding. No, she's holding the sign. She's like aliens. And like, <laughs> no. Ever since I saw that part, remember that part in Signs when the kids are having the birthday party and they're like they're talking in some foreign language or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're all you know focusing the camera out and then this alien just walks over like yeah i about died <laughs> that part was just too scary i was like what the heck was that that was yeah. a great movie that was yeah, yeah. It was. yeah. I, I, I swear my daughter is that little girl everywhere she goes she has leaves water everywhere. water, <laughs> water it's, 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 it's the same water bottles and they're uncapped <laughs> and they're all about a half to third full it's because it's, it's got backwash she it's like dude finish. what the know, fuck right? everywhere no. there's fucking out. everywhere she's planning for the invasion okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes and i'm the wrong one <laughs> I, I see that too. I look around and I've got all these mason jars of water, and I'm really? like, "Oh my god, I'm signs." <laughs> I believe more in the zombie apocalypse, so we've got really? a bug out bag and we've got our firearms ready to go. We're really? Going. You guys got a whole bug out bag? Oh shit! You guys- he got me a he got me a, a fire starting kit. Oh, <laughs> like, so a little wick and all. Yeah. Okay. You got oh rations and all I'm that. Like this is exciting. Yeah. Dude. So we're ready for that. How and cute. you know, Jeep life. <laughs> How cute! You think that's cute? That's that romantic. adorable. It is so romantic. That's a little he bonkers to some people. Well, he wants to spend the rest of the dying. I got wool socks too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was for, but so apparently if, you have to take care of your feet. If yeah. there is a zombie apocalypse, would yeah. you be down to fight back? Well, I, this is the conversation that him and I have. We have it often, sadly mm-hmm. enough, right? But we do. Where <laughs> I tell him that, you know, after reading the actual World War Z book, okay. right? The book, not mm-hmm. the movie. The movie sucked balls compared to the book, right? Okay. But after reading the book, I, that kind of told me, why bother? Mm. Honestly, why bother? I, I think you're better off getting your brain sucked out by a zombie than <laughs> actually trying to live that out. Right. You know, going through all of the horrible stuff that's going to happen out in the aftermath. Right. So I tell him, look, just, I want to tap out and he just won't let me. So. Dude. Didi? Um, I, I am in, I think I would try to keep my dogs safe. <laughs> um, I don't have a bug out bag, but I do have extra dog food constantly Just and white bees. I do. I, and treats like I have stuff for them, extra meds, everything for right. them. Um, but yeah, I think at some, some point I would just kind of just take us just out because, up? um, I had this wonderful social studies teacher. And uh, he had a humanities class, and we were just talking about this, especially with all the government development uh, situations out mm. in the Middle East, like what would happen if a nuclear bomb would hit. Right. And pretty much all of El Paso would be wiped if they hit Fort mm-hmm. Bliss, um, all the way to Las Cruces. So if you were to survive, you still have to deal with the nuclear winter and the 
uninhabitable areas. Right. And so we also discussed zombie apocalypse and things like that. How, how could you really, uh, you know, survive uh, long term and you want to band together with other humans, but then humans want to fight. And mm-hmm. he had these really cool social experiments where each of us took on a role. And I think, I think I took on the role, like we just pulled like index cards and we were like a character and one was a teacher, one was a kid, one was a priest, one was, you know, a Uh-oh. handyman. One was right. Exactly. We <laughs> you don't want to get those two right. together. Those right. Two exactly. Like, yeah. Right. And I, I, drew, <laughs> I, drew, I drew the priest <laughs> card or something. Cause that's who I was going to be, whatever. And we all kind of had to <laughs> act out. Uh, there was like a bomb shelter, but it, somebody had to be left out one like two people had to be left out and we all had to vote on who and they they got rid of the priest yep there's no room for for religion the prayers were done like you know (laughs) they needed to keep the kids and the pregnant woman and they needed to you know the gardener or something like that like um and i had to be okay with that and i was like yeah you're right i'm just gonna pray you know and yeah and i and i couldn't commit suicide because i was a priest like i was like okay i'm gonna sit here and like i guess that put put it in perspective for me as well like you're right i think Mm -hmm. i don't i would even if i was given the chance if there was somebody else that could survive in a shelter, in a bomb shelter or something, mm-hmm. I would probably stay out. You'd I would sacrifice probably, yourself? Yeah, not, I wouldn't even call it a sacrifice. It's just, I, I guess, I don't know. Because you're not worthy or what? Not, it's <laughs> not that. It's just, uh, it's a compassion, especially like, I've lived a really good life. <laughs> I'm all right. But you still got more to go. In a world that's dying? Yeah, no but, thanks. It's still, you still have a fighting chance. And then I'd have to be cooped up with all those people in a small space. That's I don't think so. Yeah, it would almost be rather dead. <laughs> and then we think that the zombies are going to be what's scary. No, no it's, it's going to be humans. it's going to be the humans. It's going to be the, the humans. zombie movies that mm-hmm. I have watched. The humans are just so much worse. Yeah, so that's not good. Yeah, no, because I because I've had the same conversation. Oh, well, when the what was it the fear or the Walking Dead started? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know my you know my old lady and I would sit down and watch it, and she's like, you know what? They come. I'm just like fuck it i'm done <laughs> just fucking take me i was like dude what the fuck how are you just gonna give up right away i mean don't get me wrong i would want to you know shoot off my weapon every now and then get a yeah. few down first but after a while that would kind of get boring and oh, no, like, yeah. you're gonna run out of no she said she's yeah. just done she just i ain't <laughs> gonna shoot just like they see one going just fuck it <laughs> just gonna throw herself down and that, that she didn't even say i'm gonna throw myself down and you guys run she said like, no i'm going down she said like, we're going down oh i was like the fuck we oh, are wow. <laughs> the fuck we are i'm gonna take you out first <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show these guys I mean business. Right. <laughs> so, going back on topic. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, this is the way we always. This is the yes, way we've always been. We goes. always veer off ways. But I, when it came to aliens, I know I was talking yeah. to um, a few of my friends with the government finally started releasing the little mm-hmm. videos to acknowledge yeah. that I was like maybe there is something, and then they still didn't even call them aliens. They called them. Um, Oh, what were they called? They're they're called non earth beings is Ooh. what they related to. I was like, dude, it's just fucking call it. Just right. say it. Say yeah. the word. <laughs> it, say it it, just say the fucking word. But no, no they course. need aliens for the uh the uh immigration. They they preserve that yeah. for that. So what I was telling people I was asking people, I was like, so you know, are would you be scared? why why would you be scared? And my thought is, I think we'd be scared as a human race because of the way we treat other things that are below us. We're expecting mm-hmm. them to treat us the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? If we do, that's what we fucking kind of get. That's what we kind of fucking deserve because yeah. we're not the kindest of fucking people. Like mm-hmm. you said, we're 
we're fucking monsters, man. Yeah. yeah. And I think because like kind of circling back to the developments across the world right now, it's prophesized on I'm, I'm a TikTok nerd. So I'm on <laughs> I, like I see everything Palestine and so much carnage. Mm-hmm. But I also see all of the um, psychics and um, they have prophesized that we're going to be seeing a lot of weapons that we've never seen before. And I think that's why the government has decided to release this this alien thing to help mm. distract us or at least help prepare us for what we are about to encounter with the situations and proceedings that are happening uh, really? in the world uh, war kind of status of, of, of weapons. Okay. And, I, and they're seeing that we're going to see weapons that we've never seen before. So um, these AR-15s that everybody's saying that we need a ban, that's the least of our fucking worries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, shit. As above, so below. Like we're doing it on a we're doing it on a microscopic level, and governments are doing it at a whole, you yeah. know, on a larger scale. So we are seeing a lot, and I think aliens, please, please come save us. <laughs> like if anyone's going to tell the government to stop, it's going to be a higher life. Do form. you think they're just we're guinea pigs for them, and they're like, you know what, we're going to let them go to a certain place to right before they get to the brink of complete annihilation that we'll just like all right I, look. I, I tend to be a happy person i, I have been diagnosed with uh, <laughs> a, a, with depressive disorder but i i tend to be a, a happy person but i do think that somewhere along the line humans were some type of uh, hybrid that was created as a labor force and then just left mm-hmm. um i don't know where humans got this idea to destroy their own habitat or to be so harmful to their own habitat. Humans are the only living creatures on this planet that destroy their their own surroundings that destroy mm-hmm. their homes that right. we're the only ones that do that. And, and we have this greed. Um, some of that greed has been seen in some um, like um, in some species like uh, like monkeys and stuff. They, they kind of, have their tribes and yeah. baboons like don't are very territorial that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but that has more to do with um, supply and demand in their you know okay. the, the food source and things like that. Right. But even so, they will control their population, mm-hmm. and that's why they take each other out. They'll take alphas out when they're starting to get weak because they need a strong alpha. But we humans just eat too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Spend too much and destroy our environment. That's all so. cons- consuming. Yeah, so I don't know where this, and that's that's the notion that keeps me thinking that something in the evolution of man uh, dirtied our minds to, mm. to you know it soiled us to to think that that was okay or it's programmed in us. There's some type of fear or some type of belief that we don't belong here or somebody doesn't belong here. Yeah, it's just a notion that I just don't see in any other species. Right. No, that's crazy. Yeah, because I've never seen a racist frog or something. Right? <laughs> like I've never seen some crazy shit Did you shit ever see like that, that documentary Documentary about that guy that fell in love with a little octopus? What? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. You should Google it. What is it? Do- so, it was, I believe he was like a, a um, what do you call those people? Those ocean Deep marine biologists. Oh, a marine okay. biologist. And he was studying a, a certain type of uh, species of of octopus mm-hmm. and he fell in love with this little one like literally fell in love like it was his love story this documentary it was a little what? little interesting creepy but worth worth the watch really <laughs> wow yeah does he never mind I don't know. 
The, do you remember the name of the... You know, I wish I did, but I don't. But it was really interesting. It's not like but... Finding Nemo or something. No, no. <laughs> the, it was on Netflix. Hopefully story. it still is. The, the, the untold story of Finding Nemo. <laughs> I think he was, just, he was just so impressed with, with how smart, you know, and, and how just amazing those creatures are that he yeah. just fell in love with his work. And the documentary is all about that. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, people are wild. Right. People yeah. are some crazy people. <laughs> so do you guys believe in the afterlife? Yes. Yes. So you believe we go somewhere after this? Uh, well, energy can't be destroyed. So yeah, our energy continues mm-hmm. somewhere else. Because I know one of the... Uh, so uh, before I get to that, do you, are you all... Um, Religious? I grew up. I grew up religious. No. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot respectfully call myself. Okay, no, no, Catholic but you don't. Anymore. No, okay. Because so the reason I ask is, um, next to the Gateway Hotel, there's a um, there's a little building right behind it. It's, it's like two stores right to the to the west of it. And Art was saying that. Well, actually, Leon was saying. That that little place that they've gotten in, in there several times with their um, with their voice box, and every time they go in there, it's never the same person that's in there. It's always a different voice, and you'll never hear the same one over and over again. Oh, wow. So it's always different voices, oh, different. That's so interesting. And he was saying it's kind of it seems kind of like it's a subway for spirits, which was kind of hmm. which kind of caught me. Like, what do you mean? And he was saying that you know a lot of times. Um, these spirits sometimes you'll feel like kind of like a like a heavy load on your back and they just hit your ride to go to wherever and they, they attach themselves yeah. to moving energy so then they'll go to they'll just let go and try to find you know wherever they're at and uh, one of the things he was saying is that one of the spirits he was talking to um i don't recall i don't remember if he gave me a name or not he said that the angels lied is what the um what this spirit had said then he's like well what are you talking about because well the angels lied they said they, they. I guess they don't know how long they've been there. And according to what he had gathered from the information, is that after he passed, because the guy wasn't from El Paso, because the guy, uh, um, Leon or the crew even told him, "Hey, do you know where you're at?" And he's on, uh, you know, through the through the speaker box or the spirit box. Spirit box. Uh, he's like, no. He's like, you're in El Paso, Texas. He's like, whoa, that's far. So the guy knows he's not where he's from. Right. And he says, well, what are you doing here? He's like, well, the angels lied. The angels said to wait, and they haven't come back. So the angels lied to us. Wow. And then last time, uh, he said he went like a few weeks later, and said person was not there. It was another person right. speaking Spanish. <laughs> and I was like. How interesting. Yeah, it was like kind of it was kind of creepy, though. Right. And, that, and that's when, the, you know, I started kind of thinking that for somebody who isn't, um, I guess religious or believes in that right. the fact that they're talking angels and not so much right. demons, but angels themselves. That that could be one of two things. I think if I were to be receiving that message, if that was me doing that, that uh, interview or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, one that it is an ancient spirit um, that actually heard the angels or someone that was taught to wait for the angels. Mm. Because that consciousness is now imprinted onto that energy. Okay. So just like um, there are certain religions that they believe they get all these riches when they die. Right. And so someone could be waiting, like legit, they believe that in their whole body. Right. 
And so if that's not true when they get there or something, you know, didn't make a complete connection, there's, there's, there's a mishap there. I could see where someone could be like, Hey, I was, I'm waiting here for them. Right. And these are the, these are the entities that need help transitioning to where they're supposed to be. So it's like a fragment Mm -hmm. of, of that entity. Right. Of that energy of that person, it's just a it's just a, a split consciousness that kind of got trapped and okay. he needs to move on. So, how do you, how do you help? Or from what you've studied, from what you've known, from what you've uh, practiced, like how how do you help push somebody through? So I don't know exactly how that works. Mm-hmm. I've been blessed to have uh, spirit guides, and I give it to them. Okay. And I do, I have selected this place near my home that is in like a, it's like a terrain, just desert terrain. And it's in the middle and there's this beautiful bright star that is up there half the year. And it's, I just picture them and I send them there Mm -hmm. and I ask them to wait there for my spirit guides to reach them or they take them out and then they disperse of it where they, wherever they need to be. Okay. Um, I just kind of stay out of that. Um, I, I, it's something that I could go into, but You'd rather not. It's a yeah. It's it's a whole lifestyle that it, it gets kind of it gets crazy. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. I just started this uh, tattoo apprenticeship a couple years ago, and I'm I'm, I'm just I'm up to here with uh, figuring out <laughs> what's going on. Have you come across any dark entities? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know you had mentioned last time. Uh, last time we talked, um, you had mentioned the wolf that you had. Oh yes, yeah. That I had a. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I had a shape shifting grandmother. Uh-huh. Jeez. Yeah. Do you know the story about the shape shifting <laughs> yes, grandmother? I remember this. Yes. Yeah. You weren't. You weren't. There. You weren't there. I, I listened. You listened. Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. this. What 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 other evil entities have you come across that you feel you could? Um, and one of the things people so don't like to I say would, is the names. Yeah, yeah. People like to so I, I did a bit of a stint at this. Um, Just don't call out Captain Howdy, all right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. I did a stint at this um, shop. I, I started working at this little strip shop. And it went, when, it's not a strip place, but it was a little strip mall kind of mm-hmm. thing <laughs> out in La Union. And it was, uh, <laughs> I was painting. It was during COVID. And I was painting statues. I'm an artist as well. So I was painting and having mm. a good time. And right next door, they opened up a little spiritual shop okay and i walk in and i was a little tripped out at everything that they had but i had noticed a lot of santa muerte statues it looked like if you will if you're familiar in going to these places these um botanicas that Mm -hmm. you can tell if they're christian or if they're santa muerte or, or or what they are if they're pagan in source but usually I mean, you know those vape shops that they just mm-hmm. like buy the package and, <laughs> they, right and they just put everything out, right? That's kind of what it was. It was just like a mishmash editors. of everything, and it had a, right, yeah, it had it had all you the, can get the your vapes and a cleansing. <laughs> exactly, it was kind of like that kind of vibe. It was giving that vibe, like they, they didn't know what they had, and, right. and everything was kind of confused. And because Santa Muerte is so uh, prominent mm-hmm. on top of certain things, I had wanted to purchase some things, but I couldn't because. I'm like, is that for her or mm-hmm. is that, is this an empty candle or, and, um, they found out that I did tarot. And so we were going to do a trial run of me reading tarot for them. And it, in short, they didn't know what they were doing. Um, they were also performing trabajos of like 
supposedly releasing demonic entities from people. So they have candles and pictures <laughs> and they have these, um, those 50 guy, five gallon steel drums mm-hmm. cut in half and they would be like little hornos and that's where you would affix all your candles so that in case anything fell over or exploded as some trabajos will do, yeah. you're, they're contained. And there was a lot of disrespect um, for those trabajos of what I could see, even though I had not studied what this woman was studying. And apparently I had come in, it was like, it was three people. They were supposedly all cousins, but I'm assuming that they were all just united through the business. Okay. And the two women were united through uh, maybe Santeria. Okay. And uh, one woman had quit. And Mm -hmm. uh, her daughter was learning to read. Her daughter could read uh, your eye retina. She would look into your eye and could Whoa. tell things in that she was taught by an Nothing elder. sacred anymore. <laughs> I, about to say, I haven't yeah. heard of that. That's a total I, recall I, shit. Did, I did meet this young lady, and she is a sensitive. She And uh, unfortunately, her powers are being manipulated by her mother who left the dad and trying to hide the kids mm-hmm. and needs mm-hmm. the money. And so now this 16-year-old girl at the time is trying to come into her power uh, that was bestowed upon her by mm-hmm. uh, like a great aunt that she describes that they're assuming mm-hmm. it's the great aunt, something like that. But it, it's apparently in her lineage. And, and um, mm. this little girl was sensitive. I could tell that, but she was very confused. And uh, the mom, I think something happened with Santa Muerte, but one time I was arriving to the building and I saw her standing. I saw Santa Muerte standing there. And I say this with all respect because I do have clients that I have been allowed to read and cleanse that um, worship her. Mm -hmm. It's not just the narcotraficantes. Like it's Mm. not just that she can provide a lot of prosperity um, for you in, in how she works. And she opened her cloak to me and she showed me everything that she could give me if I had uh, if I followed her right, and I'm like, why are you inviting me? <laughs> like, yeah. why is this going on? But because I had been working in a shop that I didn't know that the two cousins were fighting because of her. And one of them was a devotee, the one that left and the other one wasn't. And they were trying to take all of her statues out of there. Cause I had mm. brought it up to their attention. I'm like, if you are, don't want anyone here that devotes to her, then you don't need to be having her statues right. here. If you don't know what you're working with, don't, don't it sell it. Right. You're, 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 creating a lot of uh, conflicting energies, especially if you're doing trabajos mm-hmm. in the same building. And trabajos are just... The witchcraft uh, jobs, the uh, candle work, the... Uh, all like of that exorcism. Yeah, that spirits. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, prosperity spells and things like that. Um, a lot of herbal mm-hmm. things. But um, as they were loading up these uh, statues into this van, the, the third member of this business group was uh bringing statues from Juarez and that's how they had a bunch of cool statues and they had a bunch of nice ones you know the Saint Michael and the Saint Francis and all you know the crosses it was beautiful stuff (laughs) but in there was Santa Muerte so he was loading all this up and he was gonna drive it a few hours out of town because they had sold them all off Mm -hmm. and I remember he had loaded up the largest one which was like a big four foot statue okay and he closed the back door and I was out there getting some sun. I wasn't at the Botanica that day. I was right next door painting and I was outside and I was saying, Oh, hi, how are you? And he closes the door. Oh, we had to sell all those. And I swear I thought the pyre, the tire popped 
It was a loud explosion. Mm -hmm. And he opens the door to the van and he looks and that statue had exploded. She was lying down and all the shorter ones were, were sitting up. They couldn't find her face. What? She was so upset. And then I get told that uh, they went to see a brujo out in Juarez mm -hmm. right after that. And I'm thinking, if you guys do trabajos, like, why are you sending, <laughs> why are you outsourcing? <laughs> outsourcing it. Also, I'm right here, but they didn't ask me. And right. so I'm not the owner. You know, I'm thinking they know what they're doing. And they, I'm like, I had yeah, been working a, with them for like a couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. That's a complete shit show. Long story short, <laughs> they do this, this um, cleansing of the shop. And when... You open the front door. It's just like a long shop. You can see the back door straight through. Mm -hmm. And they start smudging. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm not in place for you guys just to start disrupting whatever you think is in here. Mm -hmm. And I could legit see the shadows. If you do ghost hunting, some the of shadow, the skins. Yeah, the shadows. Shadow creatures, yeah. yeah. So I'm seeing the shadow creature. And they left one uh, bowl of smudge unattended. That thing started sparking. And I had to stand outside and they're laughing and they're like, get out of here. I mean, just totally egging it on. Yeah. I'm like, this is not a ritual. You guys are. So I go home and I'm trying to lie down because I was just so exhausted after this, this couple of days with these people. And there's a shadow person in my home. And I hear a big low hello. What? <laughs> and at the same time, I, I was doing. Like, I'm out. I'm out. Hello, goodbye. See ya. I was doing a private session uh, trabajo that I had set up on an altar for a woman that had um, a medical abortion. Uh -huh. And she was ha having me help her move her child over, okay. right? Making sure that that, because she was really, really concerned about that. So I was about to get ready to open this like portal and tell my spirit guys to take this this entity to mm -hmm. the spot and all that. And I and I told this thing. I'm like, hey guys, uh, I don't know what you're doing here, but I'm about to rock your world. So if you don't want to <laughs> leave this plane, mm -hmm. get the fuck out of my house. If not, you're gonna go sent, get sent to oblivion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could see that shadow thing crawl out the window. What? And yeah, it was so it was so creepy. I think that's the most creeped out I've ever been. Dude, if the fucking fact that you heard hello, it said hello. Creep you the fuck out. And a dark, a deep voice, hello. And I'm like, oh, I was hell. like, I was like in between, like, and I, I was in between sleep and my Johnny Cash. Oh my god, Aww. I miss my Johnny Cash. She was just staring at the doorway. And he didn't bark at it, which he was my guardian. He was, he, he was like, what the fuck am I looking yeah, at? Yeah, he's like, who the fuck said hello? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, the worst part is that when you see things like that, mm -hmm. that you don't really want to talk about them because you don't want people to think that you're crazy because the self-doubt kind of sets right. in. Yeah. And it makes it really difficult to even believe what you just saw. Right. So it just, it's a cycle of, <laughs> what the, am cycle. I and high? I, what the I hell just happened? I think that's the allure of these ghost tours mm -hmm. because I didn't know exactly what I was looking at until I started ghost hunting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was working with a, with a group of people and we were having like that dark hour where we were just sitting in the dark. And I would like, hey I see something and they're like oh yeah that's a ghost person or I'd see like I would see things I'm like oh everyone else saw that yeah. hell yeah hell <laughs> I'm yeah. not the only one now we all drank the Kool-Aid we're right. all drinking <laughs> yeah it, it's it's comforting I guess especially right. when you're someone that sees that well stuff. it's affirming yeah yes. it's affirming to be like maybe yes. I'm not fucking nuts yeah yeah damn have you Kimmy have you had any 
encounters with dark entities believe it or not like i also saw a shadow person and it sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth you know (laughs) i I respect hearing other people talk about it but Uh like i said i'm a very logical person and i need more investigation but because i saw what i saw that's part of the reason why i'm so Mm open-minded and i have no idea what exactly happened or how it happened i just remember that so my house was built in 1939 right um i've lived in it for i recall this for a very long time Mm -hmm. and i remember walking into my house and never feeling anything negative i renovated it made it all nice and pretty it's so cozy yeah and and you know it's again in central Mm -hmm. so (laughs) but i never really was afraid in my house you know what i mean um and then for this period of three months i call it like the crazy summer right (laughs) because it started in may and just as soon as it started it ended like in the end of july or beginning of august or something like that and one night I was just laying in bed and I was watching Jimmy Fallon, right? Mm. And I had the remote control on top of my boobs, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just what I do. Right? Naturally. <laughs> so, Naturally. So I had the remote control on top of my boobs and I'm just laying there watching this show. And I have a closet right in front of my bed. And it sounded like somebody took a baseball bat to my closet. Oh, I jumped shit. out of bed. The remote flew. I was like, well, what was that? Mm-hmm. And I went up to the closet and I opened the closet door. Everything was in place and nothing had moved. Mm-hmm. But the sound, I'm not kidding, it sounded like somebody took a bat to the door. Nothing was broken, nothing. So I thought that was really weird. I kind of walked around the house, kind of checked to see what it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Well, ever since that happened, which I found out later in kind of researching what was happening in my house, is that when you hear a loud bang like that, that it is something as to like a porthole opening or something like that. Right. Because as soon as that happened, the weirdest stuff started happening to me. Like at first it was just little simple things. Like I could never find my car keys. And then when I would find them, it would be in the weirdest places. Like Mm. I remember I lost my car keys once and I was like, just so upset and I found them under the dryer and the only reason I saw it was because the little gold gym thing was sticking out. And I'm like, how in the world? Like I have, like where I hang my keys, you know? So it was in a completely opposite side of the house. Um, I remember I used to smell things like, and they weren't bad smells. They were like little whiffs of like perfumes, Mm. which I thought was really weird as well. Um, So one night I'm taking, I was with my ex-boyfriend at the time and I'm, I'm in my bathtub, kind of chilling in my bathtub. Mm. And because this was the summer, I had the the air conditioner on and he wasn't going to come over to my house that night. We had just gotten off the phone. So I'm like, okay, so I'm just chilling in my bathtub. And then I hear my front door open and it kind of made that suction sound when the air, air, right. right. So at first I thought, oh, I guess he decided to come over and Mm -hmm. I have wood floors. So again, I'm waiting to hear the sound, right? right? I hear nothing. And I don't know what it was, but I just froze. And I'm there, you know, in the water, naked. I'm thinking, great, I'm going to die the way I live, right? <laughs> naked all the time. But anyways, so I'm just laying there and I'm like, I don't want to move because I don't want the the water to make any noise. And I'm like, what was that? Yeah. And I'm kind of there and it felt like it was forever, but it really wasn't. And I just got up and I got brave and I, you know, covered myself up and I opened the door and I go to the living room and the door's wide open. So I kind of turn on the lights, walk around, nothing. I relock the door deadbolt it screen door all of it mm-hmm. go back start getting dressed and i hear it open again and i'm like what the hell was that so i go back out there and sure enough it's open again and i know yeah. i deadbolted that door i know i did right so now i'm kind of afraid right <laughs> <laughs> so i call my ex-boyfriend up and i'm like look dude like there's something going on and you know of course he's just making me feel worse telling me that i'm i'm crazy and i'm stressed out you know <laughs> and i'm like i know what i felt i know what mm-hmm. i saw right so at that point, you know, coupled with all the other stuff that was kind of going on, there was at one point when 
where one of my nail polishes was flung at me. I don't know. It came out of nowhere and it hit oh, me in the ankle. Sh- oh, shit. Yeah. So things like that, that I was still telling myself, this isn't real. This can't be happening. Right. Right. So finally on that night, I kind of got creeped out. So I told him, you know what? I'm just going to go to your house. Mm-hmm. So I go into my bedroom and I grab a backpack to kind of start putting stuff in. And I walk into my living room and I have a glass door partition from my living room to my bedroom okay. where you can see the reflection of inside of my bedroom standing in front of my couch in my living room right so i'm putting all my stuff in my backpack in the couch and i look up and sure enough the reflection inside of my bedroom i see this dark figure and it was a man because it had broad shoulders a head like the shape was intact Mm -hmm. and it was huge it was like definitely six feet tall right? right and i had never experienced anything like that before in my life and i just remember like just feeling cold and terrified I just grabbed my bag, grabbed my keys, and I took off. And I didn't go back to my house for like two weeks. Damn. And it was, like I said, it was so weird. And about a couple weeks later, um, my grandfather had passed away and my aunts were in town and I let them stay at my house, but I didn't tell them anything. Oh, that's fucked up. I know, right? That's so fucked up. <laughs> so I let, oh, I let them shit. stay at my house and I didn't say nothing, right? <laughs> Better you than me. That's yeah. That's fucked up shit. So she did feel bad. I, she I told did, you I did it. feel yeah, bad. She, I, did. I hope so. So one of my aunts calls me up and she's like, hey, I need to go to to the mall to pick up some stuff you know for her son for the the funeral and stuff like that Mm. i'm like yeah sure so we're driving to the mall and she tells me hey i have something to tell you and i don't want you to get scared as soon as she said that though the relief that i felt right because i had been so used to for the last couple of you know months hearing my ex-boyfriend tell me that i'm crazy i'm not seeing what i'm thinking i'm seeing right finally affirmation Right. right and she tells me you know the stuff that they experienced while they was there while they were there and i was like oh my god thank god i'm not i'm not losing my mind But the weird thing about it is that, like I said, as soon as it started, that's as quickly as it stopped. I still have no idea what it was, no idea why it left, no idea what it was about. You had nobody go and try to like cleanse? You didn't try to go? uh, She went to like years later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, I got a cat. No? That's when I got a cat. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't have any animals. I didn't have any animals at that point. And that's when I thought, you know what? I think having some cats might help, you know, because they they feel shit. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I hate cats. Well, no. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's why I was yeah. like, so I hate, that's why I hate cats. Like so, but yeah, I got the cats and then I think a couple of years later, she, or a little longer than that. But remember you were in the garage and you yeah. got all, <laughs> yeah, there was something in your garage. What? Yeah. <laughs> something in the... I have a detached garage. As okay. Many of the homes in right. central do. Right, right. And I was telling her that, so there's a, the electricity is not connected out to the garage. Okay. It's not. But for the last, I think like a couple of days, the light was on in the garage and I'd go out there thinking, oh, and I'd be glad, right? Because I was like, oh, maybe I have electricity now, right? So I'd kind of... Magically came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'd go out there and I'd look and I'd be like, what? I would switch on the light and it would not turn on. But then I would go back inside of the house and I would look out the window and the light would be on. So it was confusing the hell out of me. So that's when I I asked for her assistance. (laughs) When you did a remodeling to the house, did Uh you strip it completely or was it oh just my gosh, you it just amazing. did it on top of it no all of it okay and i found a newspaper from like the 30s okay. um the cars that they were selling they had mercuries and damn yeah we found a lot of really cool shit yeah because i know one of the things that um that uh leon was telling me that there's a certain uh especially back you know in that area where you're at central mm-hmm. a lot of the materials that they used to make those homes they would have um like crystallized I guess um, there'd be like crystals within the actual mortar and within the actual mm-hmm. concrete mm-hmm. 
and there's a lot of energy that I'm not. I'm sure if you've heard this yeah. is about energy being yeah. uh, trapped into the actual that makes sense. buildings, yeah. Yeah. and that's why a lot and of these it's residual. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's just re- residue. And then the area that I live is by Memorial Park, right? So okay. that's where all the the copper uh, mine yes. stuff was and all yes. that. So I mean, I've heard a lot of crazy stories about a lot of the properties around those Absolutely. areas. Um, so that makes sense. Has anybody else? Have you asked anybody in your area if they've seen that same? So my neighbor, um, she was this elderly lady. Lady that lived next door to me for quite some time but she she's moved away since then but mm-hmm. i remember i didn't come out and ask her like a weirdo right like hey do you see dark figures <laughs> and i wasn't gonna do that you know you want to stay in my crib yeah but i remember just having a casual conversation with her and you know asking her because she used to have a little chihuahua his name was Pepe, and i used to hate Pepe because he would bark like crazy <laughs> but it kind of makes sense he was now, warning right? you because i would ask her you know like you know how do you like living in your house you know she's li- she had lived there for like 20 years mm-hmm. And she started talking about how, you know, the property itself was kind of, you know, falling apart. So she was looking for a place to live. Right. Um, But she would talk about how a lot of the in the areas that people really wouldn't last in the houses. Mm. And she she didn't get into great detail, but she just told me that, you know, she kind of blamed it on the the the, you know, the age of the house. But she would also make mention of, you know. A lot of history is what she would call it. Nice. And I'm like, yeah. you're so like dark. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a lot of mystery. Yeah. So, a lot of mystery. So being a ghost hunter, Dee, I guess like a part-time ghost hunter. Yeah, I haven't done it in a little while, but yes. What what yeah. what places would you like to go to here in El Paso to definitely check out and either affirm or debunk? I would like to visit El Paso High. Okay. Um, but it's just. I don't want to go with a group because when I'm trying to go feel, I don't want to go feel everyone else's stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, I, I would like to go by myself and I, I don't, I don't know if that's ever feasible. Mm. Um, that one that doesn't freak you out going in there on your own. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. more intriguing than, than I guess, because I, I, I guess, cause I know I'm not going to go in overconfident that I'm, you know, untouchable or whatever. Cause I have been right. scratched, but, um, no, I just, I'm more curious as to how they feel. And I just want to feel the emotion in there. Like, mm. why are they still there okay. after so much, so many years and, and, why was that room sealed up like yeah that? like yeah. why it's just mm. so intriguing to me like why um i used to work for lowe's home improvement when it first came into el paso okay and off of red road if i mean off of rojas if you recall all that was like sand dunes mm-hmm. back in the day my grandpa used to take us out there and we would roll up and down the sand dunes and when we built that there was a lot of kids running around in what? the building that's scary Dude. Um, there was a little girl in a pink dress that was like we all saw. Oh, you her. mean ghost kids? Ghost kids. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant real kids. I was it's like, yeah, fuck, go ahead. A fucking kindergarten. <laughs> but I would, oh, I would shit. have liked to have visited that site before the building to find mm. out if there was any like uh, missing children. Mm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's really creepy, interesting. So if you guys want to see, like, it's like a movie plot ready. So we were. Um, <laughs> We had just opened the, I had come from the Walmart on Americas Okay. and I was working in the hardware department there and, um, gosh, they had threatened to put me in the toy section and I didn't want to go to the toy section because that was just, a uh, babysitting. Mm-hmm. So I get hired for Lowe's. I get hired more money, whatever. And we're about to, ha- we're having like our soft opening. I was there rack set. I was doing the whole nine. Right. It was awesome on the forklift all day. 
And there was this guy named David Renteria. Mm. And Ooh. if you want to Google yes. his name. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, David Renteria was hired as the um, inside Lawn and Garden seasonal department manager. Very nice man. Mm. He would help me with my five-gallon buckets of paint all the time. Really cool. And just before we had our grand opening, they demoted him to cart pusher, which I thought was like, that's a huge mm. demotion. And he was not pissed off about it at all. Yeah, he did something. So um, <laughs> at this some. time, we are seeing these kids and uh, we would have like the, an, an all clear uh, when we were about to lock up, especially mm. with a soft opening and people not knowing what time, they, you know, hours right. or what we were, just the security was on. Yeah. I was in the paint department and for most lows, it's the first department as you come in. Mm. And so I remember I was like stocking stuff and I could see people walk in. I could see the little girl running after them. These two men in, wearing denim. And they weren't wearing their red vests. So I thought it was, you know, clients, customers. Right. So um, we could never find them. And uh, for months, they were plagued with like the doorbells going off in the doorbell selections. Okay. <laughs> like uh, the lights going on and off in the electrical department. The kids playing. Like just the kids playing, right? But I thought it was so creepy because that little girl just, it just stuck to me. So one night I am putting in carts with David and he gets surrounded and he gets picked up. Um, and I run inside and I tell my managers, Hey, looks like a bunch of federal agents are picking up David. Oh, I thought you were talking about the kids picked this motherfucker. No. I was like, okay. okay. David, David gets picked up. The, the kids are, the kids are all ghost kids. Right. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, uh, to, to spoil that plot, the kids are all ghost kids, but, um, David gets picked up by these federal agents and mm. then he gets released and then he wasn't at work for a couple of days and then he gets picked up again. And this is the same time that the little girl went missing at the Walmart that I used to work at and oh. he had murdered that child. Yo. And I had seen a little girl follow him as well. Like that's what I was seeing and encountering at that Lowe's. And like, I remember like stuff would fly off the shelves all the time and so I would like to see that site because I'm wondering like how many, how, how that was tied and that man had just gotten out of jail mm -hmm. for hurting children and he was convicted of her murder, wow. uh, of a five-year-old girl's murder that, that same <clears throat> And that little girl that you saw, was she around about that age? She was around that age, yeah. So is it possible that anything that he's done has been... I guess attached following to him? him. Is that or, generally how it works? Um, it can work that way. Mm -hmm. um, um, who's I, I can't really speculate because right. I I wasn't at the time I was I was desperately trying to not acknowledge my gifts. Mm -hmm. So um, I I didn't want to read. I purposely did not read more into it, and that's why I think I would like to go back mm -hmm. to that location when there was still a lot of loose sand and I would like to right. go and sit there and, and see what else I could find and why those children were there. Wow. So do you think that girl or did you ever find out of that girl that went missing was wearing that colored dress that you see, that pink dress that you saw? Uh, running around? Not that I recall. She no. wasn't. No, but she was the same age and stature. Wow. That was, wow. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking wild. This is, a, this, is some, this is some crazy shit. I'm, gonna, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Right now, I'm going to show this to the kids. Like, you know what, kids? <laughs> you sons of bitches were acting up today. <laughs> it's time to pay the piper. Um, so I, I know you're also a, a tarot uh, reader, right? Yes. And, I, and I know we kind of mentioned this last time. What exactly is a tarot reader? How is that? 
So tarot is a stack of cards um, that is used to divinate and tell your fortune or misfortune. Um, each tarot deck is different. Uh, the traditional tarot decks have about 78 cards. Every card has uh, a so, meaning. Mm -hmm. And you uh, kind of put the story together. As an intuitive or empathic reader, I collect people's energies and I put them through the cards and I come up with um, answers and anecdotes and things to help so do people come up and say that i want to know a b c and d and that's how you get the answers or is it while doing the reading you ask the both. questions and figure it out both sometimes people just want a general reading and see what the cards want to tell them if there's a message um mm -hmm. there are times where like in my baths that i download i'm just like i collect a bunch of messages and when I start dropping cards for people, messages will just come out and um, I'll get voices. I'll get clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. These are all my five senses receiving information, whether it's a taste, a smell, a word. Um, I read my book a lot. I have uh, book guides that help to explain each card and sometimes words will just jump out at me. Okay. And that, those words that just jump out, that's congruent That's part of the message. The... Sometimes I have no idea what I'm telling the other person, mm -hmm. the messages. I'm just relaying the messages. And then the other person's like freaking out. Like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I, it's just your spirit grandma's telling me all this stuff. Oh, shit, your spirit grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any history within your family of somebody being uh, either uh, in brujería or anything like that? Not that I know of. Um, I know that my grandfather was part of a tribe probably Tarumada, and that's okay. more that's like more tribal not non-christian right. right i know that my mom has dreams of um babies we both dream babies that are coming into our family uh before okay. they're before, before they're, they're born yeah damn and that's that's the extent of that okay and what about you kimmy any of that well i feel like brujeria is such a broad term because right. Um, my mother, for example, she, she was a clinical therapist, but yet she practiced herbology, crystal crystals, things like that. Um, same thing with like my grandmother, you know, they, they had the yerba buenas outside and, mm. and I believe that all of that is, is, is the same thing. You know okay. what I mean? Um, when you say brujeria, like to me, I, I kind of have to separate because if, if I know that somebody is using some type of dark art or something, like, let's say, oh, my boyfriend cheated on me, make her hair fall out. I mean, I <laughs> grow the fuck up. You know right. what I mean? I think that's just silly, you know. Yeah. But if you're using it in a sense of for some guidance in what you want to do, you know, we all have free will. And I believe that, you know, we make our choices. Mm -hmm. And I believe that what she does is a lot like what I do in, in kind of guiding people to take the next step and step into getting, you know, the things that they want or achieving the things that they want for their life. Yeah. Um, the earth has a lot of amazing things for us. You know, I talk about the yervas, right? Right. So like you have a stomach ache, there's something for that. You have right. a headache, there's something for that. You know what I mean? Believing in crystals. You mm. know what I mean? You just talked about, you know, the, the foundation of a home right. being built like that. It holds on to energy. So I, I believe that I do also partake in, in kind of what she does, but I do it in a different way. Yeah, so it sounds more scientific. Right. right. Um, and I think that's why I really enjoy listening to her part as well right. you know what i mean and i like kind of incorporating her part into my part um because i feel like the line is very thin with our belief systems mm -hmm. um so yeah i do feel that i do have some of that stuff in my family but more 
more towards like the herbs and the crystals okay. and things like so that. More towards a medicinal and yeah. actual therapeutic. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just curious because that, that, like I said, that's one of the things, I mean, besides, you know, having great rapport with you guys and just being in awe of what you guys mm-hmm. speak about, it's, 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 you know, I'm, I'm just, I have no idea what I'm ever talking about. <laughs> so when I hear y'all, I was like, God, like I'm, I'm, I'm taken back. And, and, and I actually, I always learn shit when I talk to y'all Aww. and I fucking, I'd, I'd love it. Cause it's, you know, um, yeah, it's super cool hearing. I, and on that note, I love to hear Kimberly talk about the scientific part because right. it explains a lot of what I feel coming off of people. And like if I'm feeling a lot of chaotic energy, when I've read people that have multiple personalities or have some type of personality disorder, I can feel the chaos. And when, when she can diagnose them or say, Hey, this is the clinical what's going on. I'm like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. That energy. So I think they are very, so you're able to feel the, so see somebody identifies as having like, uh, or is clinically, Diagnosis having three different personalities. Do you feel the three different energies? Yeah. Well, just to clarify, that's called disassociative disorder. Oh, <laughs> it's no longer multiple personalities. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that, that doesn't Thank exist. You. Sorry, that, it's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Thank you. Has so that changed because of the they, them, that, no, all that no, shit? Or? Um, that was really non-existent. Uh, okay. Multiple personality disorder is, is not a thing. No. No. Okay. But no, so, but it, does, it, have, doesn't, it doesn't... Uh, it's a term that's used, but you're right. It doesn't, yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't describe it properly. Right. Okay. And and what was the correct term again? Disassociative disorder. <laughs> yeah. Multiple personalities. A lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So it rolls off a lot better off the tongue. It sounds a lot more fun, but yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's still a, a chaotic energy. So yeah. disassociate, you just, you, you're disassociating, you're, you're going somewhere else. So mm. therefore, let's say I had trauma, um, as a five-year-old, right? And right. then I'm a 30-year-old woman. And my habit, when somebody yells at me, because that's kind of associated with the trauma that I had at five years old, right? Before something really bad happened to me. Mm. Then whenever somebody yells at me, I'm going to disassociate. And I might go back to that five-year-old little girl. Okay. It's not that I've changed my personality. It's right. just I've disassociated to a time and a space that I've learned yeah. to kind of deal yes. with it. Yes. So that shows that it's normalized. Yes. Right. Damn. Yeah, and I can feel the different the shifts, and so it's a chaotic shift in people where their their energy is like kind of unstable. It goes different. Dude, I'm telling you, every time I talk to you, I learn some shit. (laughs) Every every single time I talk to you guys. Um, So I was hoping to maybe get a reading, but seeming how we're going early, an hour and a half already. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't don't want to push it because, like I said, we can always go for like three hours every fucking time. Absolutely. Um, If somebody wants to get a reading or if somebody wants to get. Um, some kind of guidance about yeah. something that they might be seeing, something they might be hearing, some Absolutely. random fucking dude saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disembodied voices. Yeah. Where, no. where, where can they reach you? Or where can they get you? A uh, my Instagram and my Facebook are my awesome Didi. M Y A W E S O M E D I D I. My awesome Didi, both on Facebook and on Instagram. Mm. There's a Facebook. Right? Damn, I, I know, right? Yeah, I, I still get people on my Facebook. Yeah. Really? yeah. I, I think we have a Facebook. I just yeah. don't know how to. I also have and a TikTok. And I don't know what to charge of it. And I'm like, yeah. no shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. My and, and TikTok also, they get you. Cause I, I think that's like the new thing, right? Where everybody yeah. just messages through TikTok or I don't know. DMs I, I, or I, 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 don't I just know I watch videos works. on TikTok. I've yeah, got... no, I go down rabbit holes on TikTok. I, I 
love it. Son, I love I don't, it. I lose like hours. And my legs That's go my numb. Yeah, my legs go numb. I'm like, Lush it already. No, no, it's just I'm in bed. Where I'm, I'm at work sitting down. I'm like, fuck. They're like, hey, you got to go. Hold on. Well, you know what, though? <laughs> I, I've, become, I've become a really good cook because of TikTok. Really? I've picked up some recipes and they're really, really easy and really, really good. And mm. I'm pretty impressed with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I follow a Prove lot of it. cool doctors that like diagnose um, women's health and mental health mm-hmm, issues. And mm-hmm. I'm in puppies. I have uh, puppies. Puppies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. puppies. That's good. Um, That's good. And uh, Kimmy, I don't know if you want to give out your, uh, if they ever want I to. Got I got nothing going on. You got nothing going no, on. We'll go trust me, that, you then. do not want to go where I work. No, well, <laughs> well I, I know that, that, like I said, since we've been on, since we've talked for uh-huh. fucking years now, right? Yeah. My old lady's like, dude, I, I want to make Kimmy her shit that she posts on this. <laughs> the funniest fucking shit. And I remember last time we had talking, oh. Kimmy's like, yeah, I'm literally on there for like four fucking hours. Getting <laughs> fucking, as I know, she appreciates all that shit. That's good. I'm, I'm like, really glad. You know, I, I deal with, I deal with stuff. I deal with stress, anxiety, with humor. I learned yeah. that from my grandfather and I feel that it's worked for me. Mm. So to me, I... I'll post ridiculous shit. I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I don't even know what my Instagram is. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you'll link me. Um, but it's not the way it used to be. So no, I no, don't, I really don't. It's not it. as crazy as it used to be. I, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe a little ASMR side hustle, perhaps. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll start that. I'm ASMR. That's a, all that right? sound shit, right? Yeah. Though. Yeah. So no, but I don't got nothing else going on. I'm no. good. Fair enough. <laughs> Any last words before we head out? Happy Halloween. I mean, have fun enjoy the little goblins and geeks absolutely any last words um happy halloween and um and be grateful practice gratitude if you're feeling too scared about life just practice gratitude can't say it any better than that make sure nobody's out there conjuring any negative shit Seriously. no we, don't no, need we have them. enough we have enough yeah we have enough with the old guy in the aliens charge. are watching yes sage your toxic ass <laughs> sage yes, yes sage galore uh so till next right. time i hopefully y'all come back we'll do some tarot reading or sure. do some other shit because i know oh, well i'll talk about i'll mention that right now later um till next time don't be an asshole don't be a dick happy halloween everybody enjoy it uh, don't steal nobody's kids' uh, candies and any of that shit because I don't know we used to be assholes that do that. But <laughs> don't do that. Have a safe one. Be good. Deuces. <laughs>